ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. Watch out. Yeah, talking about way out there. Bayheim! Schrader takes. It's a two-man rush. Schrader steps up. Pop pass up in the middle. Tucker's got it. Room to run. 15-10. Hit and in. Bradley's touchdown. The Bills make me wanna shout. Allen looks to his left. Fires left side. In go to the end zone. Stephon Diggs makes the catch. Touchdown, Buffalo. Swing in the mix. It is over. The Boston Red Sox. Baseball's best all season long. They have won it all. This is On the Block. Yeah, I was driving home yesterday, so I heard some of your show. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Brent. Thank you. Thanks, Brent. Two, one. Here's X-Men. ESPN Radio 97.7. ESPN Radio. You the Her. On 96.5 FM. Her wherever you are, whatever you are doing on the ESPN app. You're probably doing it indoors if you're here in central New York. Uh, rainy day, rain out in the queues today. Not a beautiful, oh, look at the leaves kind of day. It's one of those. It's freaking raining cold. Reminder of how we'll be spending more time indoors than out uh, sometime soon. But, uh, hey, sometimes it rains. Today is the other day. Rain, rain, go away, come back another day. And today is another day. So, hope you are uh, having a great day, even if it's uh, raining on your parade. You're having a great day because you're here, you're listening, you're ready for sports talk entertainment. And not only are you listening, you are watching at Q Sports Talk. Dot com. You should be. Gonna feel like somebody's watching me. Oh, hi. I'm Brent. We talk sports here. QSportsTalk.com. You can watch a radio show. You can chat while watching a radio show. And if you can handle more than that, if you took your Adderall today, you can watch, you can chat, and you can get your own show. When the radio audience goes over here to commercial break. The friends on QSportsTalk.com do not. We keep the mic on. We keep the camera on. We keep talking to you. You deserve it. You need a lot of attention. You should look into that. But, uh, hey, we're here to help. We're here to do it for you. We are ready for a big Thursday show. We are ready to talk about what seems to be a sold-out JMA Wireless Dome for NC State. We're not there yet. But when you got Q's putting out tweets and uh, notice uh, earlier this afternoon that there are about 1,500 tickets left available for purchase, uh, we're just about there, friends. And what was a big game becomes bigger. What was going to be a great crowd becomes an all-time crowd, perhaps. I maintain it's going to be the loudest crowd that we've ever heard in that building uh, for simple acoustics, but... This is a big game, just the seventh top 20 matchup in the history of that building, which is still hard to believe, but that's what it is, and we'll certainly continue to break that down and just how big of a factor you are going to be. Yes, you, the crowd at this game. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to John Murphy 
Joining us, ladies and gentlemen, he is the voice of the Buffalo Bills. He joins us every Thursday. The Bills make me wanna Speaking of big games, man, it's just great to be a football fan this weekend, particularly if you are a Syracuse football fan and a Buffalo Bills fan. You few Chiefs fans out there, too. But uh, no bigger game this weekend in the National Football League than the Bills and the Chiefs, Mahomes and Allen. The Bills go to Kansas City. Again, because the Bills always go to Kansas City. But, hey, no matter where, they could play that thing on the moon. Watching uh, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes go at it again. And, of course, we're all thinking about 13 seconds and how the Bills respond to that. It's, you know, it's only week five here. But clearly who wins this game takes control of a certain narrative, much like Syracuse, if they beat NC State, will start to take control of a certain narrative. It will make a huge leap forward, as we will discuss today. So we'll talk to Murph about Bills and Chiefs and everything with that matchup here and just how darn good your Buffalo Bills have been. Thursdays are draft days on the block, and I thought we'd have some fun today and draft the Mount Rushmore of the biggest games we have been to. Now, there's a parameter on that. I'm attaching an asterisk to that conversation. As a fan, I've covered a lot of big games because I'm old now. And I I was thinking of every big Syracuse game that I have been to since like 1998 or so, I have done it with a media credential. So I'm going to have to go old school on you for a lot of these matchups here. But I'm talking about you bought a ticket as a fan and it felt big. We will have some fun with that. You can play along in the chat as well and tell us what are – the biggest games you've been to as a fan, because, I mean, this feels big. And as I'll get into in the monologue here, it's big for all the right reasons. That'll be the draft today. Hot takes will include um, a a, a, a step forward, if you will. And can we stop talking about expanding the tournament? I I know why the conversation has come up. As uh, it was once said, uh, money is the answer to all your questions. We don't need to expand the NCAA tournament. I don't get this outcry. I I just, no, we don't. We really don't. Plus, uh, if you haven't read this story on ESPN.com today about Daniel Schneider, uh, get ready for, uh, get, for Looney Tunes is what you should get ready for. The fact that this man is allowed to own a team in the National Football League, this just gets weirder and weirder. Plus, we have the mighty commanders taking on the Bears. Woo! Let's go on Thursday Night Football. Can that top the crap fest we got last week between the Broncos and the Colts? We shall see. All that to come. Your calls at 437-7644 and a great comments in the chat at QSportsTalk.com and, of course, on Twitter, Brent Dax Media. But, of course, we start with Syracuse and NC State and a game that is approaching a sellout. And why is this a big game? Because football. The best kind of big game. This is not nearly a sellout because Clemson is number one in the country, and boy, I got to see that. This is not a sellout because Notre Dame is coming, and Notre Dame only comes every so often. This is not a sellout because it's Alabama or it's Tennessee or it's Texas or it's whoever. This is a near sellout because it's a big football game. Now, Syracuse is 5-0. and and that helps, but this town has reinvested in some cases, some of you have been there all along, in the sport, in football, in the game, 
It's NC State. Never in my wildest dreams, I'm going to be honest with you here, no offense to our friends in Raleigh, that I ever think that NC State would get on a list that includes Miami, Tennessee, Clemson. Because those games also, in some cases, were the ultimate combination. Now, that Tennessee game in 1998, that's McNabb's senior year. I hate to bring up old memories, but that was a sellout. It was a huge game by name brand. Remember, Peyton Manning had left Tennessee. It's not like, oh, I got to see Peyton Manning. It was just a big game. The start of McNabb's senior year, Tennessee was good. Both teams would be ranked. It felt big, and it's a season opener, which has a different kind of hype and buildup. Miami was at the end of the 1992 season. Two top 10 teams. Gino Toretta's on a Heisman run. You know, Syracuse was in the beginning stages of the Paul Pasqualoni era, but still very much in the ranking, still very much a contender, very much a good team. But you wanted to see Miami. I mean, that was the height of Miami and the U and all those great teams in the 1980s spilling into the, the early 90s. There was some added aspect to it, some star power to it that rounds out crowds. And look, life in Syracuse, New York in 1992 versus two. 2022 much different right this is a big game because it's a big game nc state doesn't have any stars it's not like you're going to see i mentioned gino toretta or peyton men peyton Manning didn't come but you know what i mean it's not like oh i gotta see that guy i gotta see that player man i gotta see lamar jackson and even when lamar jackson came in and did lamar jackson things he wasn't lamar jackson yet This is not some hyped-up, big-time athlete that happens to be playing for the opposing team. It's just a big football game. It's people in this town recognizing the moment, recognizing what's on the line, wanting to be there, wanting to make a difference, wanting to feel a part of something. This is, at the end of the day, an event town, and this game, because it's a game, has managed to get people back to the point where this is about to sell out. That is the best feeling of all when it comes to this game. Not that those other things are bad, okay? The people that go to the Duke game because it's the Duke game or you go to one or two games a year because it's worth your time, it's worth the money, you want to see stars, you want to see recognizable players or coaches, whatever the case may be, that's perfectly fine. I spent a lot of time recently defending those fans. I am happy to be, if you want to say I'm wrong, you can say I'm wrong. Go right ahead. What I said through all those conversations was, if this team keeps winning, they'll come back. That I think they'd come streaming back to the point for this game? No, but that's how quickly things developed. And people recognize, like, whoa, this is big time. And I will reiterate this, okay? I could be dead wrong about this. I think we're literally going to measure the decibels at this game. By virtue of the new roof and how sound bounces off that roof, if you've been to games, particularly this year, when 33, 35, 37,000 sound bigger, it is because of the literal acoustics in the building. I was there in 1987. Yes, Jenny, you weren't there. When... Rob Moore, opening score, it's Penn State. I was there. I was 10, but I was there. Okay, go. I was there when Pearl hit the half court shot. I was six, but I was there. Okay, go through a lot of these moments that would pop to mind when you say, "Oh no, that dome will never be louder than that." 
It's going to be louder than that on Saturday, whether that is through four quarters or through four minutes of the first quarter. Well, the game will determine that. How the fan base stays engaged and remains a factor, that remains to be seen because we have to see what kind of game we're going to get, and I think the kind of game we're going to get is going to be a grinder. So can the fans stay engaged on first, second, and third down? Don't just wait for the third down. No. How about every down? How about make life tough for a backup quarterback, Jack Chambers, ste- stepping into a situation, or even a freshman quarterback, young quarterback for NC State, that could be out there as well. Maintain that. First possession early, first quarter, everybody's revved up, and that's fine. But can you maintain that? You know, sold-out crowd three years ago, Clemson, who really was stunned to see that crowd taken out of the game like that, especially coming off a loss to Maryland the week before. And there was a lot of buzz, and certainly. But people were there for that game because it didn't feel like a big game in the sense of there was something on the line football-wise. It was just number one Clemson. We thought game day would be there, and there was still some carryover from the season prior. This buzz, this juice, this near sellout is because of what this team has accomplished so far, what it could accomplish going down the road. I think everybody realizes that. Now, in a way, the beauty of this is they can lose this game, and it doesn't really matter, right? You're going to lose games like this. Now, you want to beat NC State to make that Clemson game about as big as it can get. That's the team you've got to knock off the mountain in order to really announce yourself as a contender. You want to feel going into that game that you are a contender. You want to go into that game 6-0, and flexing as much as you can, having defeated a pesky Atlantic Division rival that you want to kind of hold off here. And that that's that's almost a kill shot for NC State if Syracuse knocks them off. They only have one loss. We'll see how the craziness ensues. This is not the Coastal Division where it's just chaos every week, but it it is just it's truth serum. It's not what I think they can do. It's go out there and prove it. You beat NC State, you're going to set up a game with Clemson that could determine, and this is about to come out of my mouth, that could determine who gets into the college football playoff, is playing for the college football playoff, Who could win the ACC? That's what they've earned thus far. They have to continue to earn that. It's going to be harder down the stretch. And they have to, in a way, validate what we've seen so far. But that's why that game is going to be potentially, at this point, it seems to be tracking towards a sellout. By the way, by the way, if I'm Syracuse, right, and I'm at the point now why announce that? Okay, I'm just going to say this as just, this just came to me, right? The announcement that should have came from Syracuse today is not, hey, we got 1,500 seats left. The announcement should have been, this game is sold out, and we bought 1,500 seats, and we are going to give them to the following organizations, or however you want to disperse them. Just make it a sellout. I get it. You know, you want to give people one last shot to get in, but create the feeling of you missed out. 
You want to come to this game? This is how quickly this thing developed here. And you got another huge home game coming up in a couple of weeks, which we'll see what kind of game it is against Notre Dame, depending on what happens in the next two. But it's a big game. But if you lose, okay, that's your first loss. Clemson's still a big game. No matter how you do against NC State, it's just, you know, is it a big game or is it the game? Is it a earth-shaking determination game of who could represent the ACC in not only the college football playoff, but, you know, who could be in the ACC championship game? Next week's going to feel a heck of a lot bigger in some ways, but it's at Clemson, right? It would be just over the top if it was here. But, man, this just warms my heart. It does because it's a big game because it's a football game. It's not a big game because of all the other circumstances that have created the event feel of past football games, which, again, I have nothing against that. This is a big game because you caught the fever. You caught the buzz. You saw a team that's capable of doing something here. They have to do that on the field. And this creates, let's be honest here, If I'm on this team, I'm like, whoa, hold on. I did not wake up earlier this week thinking this was going to be a sellout. How they handle that pressure, I think it's going to be interesting. I think it'll be fine because there's a lot of veterans on this team that I think will handle that. That's, as we said yesterday, and having a different conversation, but I'll use the same term. It's good pressure. It's good pressure. That's the kind of pressure you want. You're telling me I'm going to play before a sellout crowd? I'll take that. That's a good problem to have. I'll be curious what Dino Baber says on his radio show about that tonight. Don't forget you can hear it over on Brostat TK99 live at Heritage Hill Brew House. Can't think of a better spot to have the Dino Baber show. And I'm sure he'll discuss that. That's good pressure. That's a good problem to have. And if I'm NC State, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm excited. But if I'm Jack Chambers, I'm 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 wiggling a little bit more in in my trousers today. Oh boy. All right. Crank up the music a little louder at practice. It does not matter. You cannot prepare for that. You cannot. Unless NC State's got some kind of dome structure, even an indoor practice facility. doesn't matter. You cannot prepare for what awaits you when you have what I think will be now a sold-out crowd at the dome. That's not official yet. But like I said, just buy the rest of them. Give people to what I would do if I was Syracuse. There's 1,500 seats left, and maybe I wouldn't announce this, but in my head, I'm like, we're going to give people the rest of today, and then tomorrow, the announcement is this game is sold out. We bought the remaining 1,000 seats, and we are going to give them to students. We're going to give them to whoever. Just get them in there, sell out the place, and ensure that it's one of the few sellouts in the history of Syracuse football. Why? Because it's a big football game, and that's all you needed. On that note, we break. We will come back, and we'll continue to talk football, our weekly chat with John Murphy on the way, but I've got much more on this and what it means. Now, that's what it means in terms of atmosphere and fans. What this means playing NC State and what it sets up next week against Clemson, look, you're you're still playing with house money if you're Syracuse. Everybody wants to see the zero continue in the loss column. But I think you have to be realistic about what kind of path they could go down here, what it means football-wise. And you know, they'll if they keep winning, they keep setting the expectation. It takes care of itself. But I feel like this team is playing with house money in a lot of ways, and I'll get into that more 
later in the show. The draft is still to come. We'll do some hot takes as we continue. We'll hear from you throughout the afternoon at 437-7644. On Twitter, Brent Dax Media, and, of course, the live chat at QSportsTalk.com. Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse Sports Talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. This is On the Block with Brent Axe. You guys know what hitting the post is, right? You're aware of this? I'm asking you to. You know what hitting the post is? You better not fail this one, Josh. It's when you take a shot at a goal and it hits the side of it. Don't you host a radio show? Haven't you worked as a DJ before? Been all sports for you? You never like logged a DJ shift over at Z eighty nine or something? All sports. Anyway, Jordan. I used to pride myself back in the day of hitting the post on this song. Long intro, right? That's a hard song to hit the post on. Uncle Brown used to nail it back in the day. Nail it. Not this time. I didn't talk it up like hit the post. I was gonna say I wasn't doing it then. I'm just saying. Next time I play, I, I will hit the post up. It's when you stop talking as the lyrics start. Josh. Correct. Like, you you hit the post. Like, man, you stop talking and whammo, the lyrics start. Got it. All right, gentlemen. Uh, Josh is here and Jordan is here not to talk about our old radio days. We are here to give you a draft because it's draft day on the block. Thursdays are draft days, and the draft today Now, we had to put some parameters on this. I accepted these parameters. And what the draft is going to be today, with a big game awaiting us Saturday at the Dome, which is, at this point, going to sell out. Biggest games we have been to. We are going to draft the Mount Rushmore of the biggest games we have been to. Now, this is not you went to a game and it turned into a big game. This was walking in the door. It felt big. You knew it was big. Maybe it turned out to be a great game. Okay, there might be one on my list that felt big going in, but didn't turn out to be a great game. Okay, I am going to exclude games that I've covered as a member of the media because pretty much every big game from 1998 on has been that case for me. (laughs) All right, so I'm going to eliminate that for me, but keep it on the board for you guys because you're a little younger and maybe won't have as many choices if I don't allow that. Jordan pretty much ordered me to allow that if he's going to include some big games on his list, which is fair. I'm going to look stupid doing this either way. If I'm going to do this one, you got to throw me a bone. Okay. Uh, I did not determine the draft order ahead of time. We will do that now. That draft order will be Josh, Jordan, Brent. Josh, Jordan, Brent. So with the first pick, we turn over to Josh. With the first pick, we were actually talking about this game the other day. I will be taking... The most recent Rose Bowl in 2022, Ohio State versus Utah. Unbelievable, unbelievable game. Was hyped going into it. Obviously got more and more hype after the game. Final score, 48-45. One of the coolest sporting events I've attended, no question. Great pick. Chance to go to a big event. Going to the Rose Bowl or a big event like that's always going to feel big, even Mm -hmm. if your team's not playing in it. And then for it to turn into that game was bananas. Right. I think people remember how insane that football game was. It was unbelievable. there for that? All right. Nice to get the ticket for free as well. Great choice. 
Pick number two over to Jordan. Uh, Brent, you know that Eric Dungy guy who comes on your show sometimes? I have heard of this man. Uh, well, he didn't go up against future NFL quarterback Will Greer in this game, but I was lucky enough to attend the 2018 Camping World Bowl where Syracuse uh, got that W over the beaten down <laughs> Mountaineers. <laughs> you know, we sang Country Roads at the end. Uh, dot com got a little picture of me saying a word I shouldn't. <laughs> Now I gotta find that picture. It looks something like this. Okay. It was a chant that broke out after the uh, late hit on Dungy. If you remember, he slid and they hit him in the head. And I will have to dip into the archive for that. It's uh, it's an A word. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Uh, third pick over to me, and I hit the wrong button. Of course. <laughs> you lose your pick, please. I look. Do I lose the pick? Am I like the Vikings? I didn't get there on time. Uh, this did not turn out to be a great game. But in a good way, it felt as big as could be. 1991 AFC Championship game, Buffalo Bills, then Los Angeles Raiders. Correct me if I'm wrong, 51 to 3. 51 to 3. Correct. Love that. Didn't it couldn't feel bigger than that because it was the AFC Championship game. The Bills finally had a chance after losing to the Browns and a couple of playoff disappointments before that. Finally had a chance, and they played the Bengals in the AFC Championship game. And we knew they were going to win that game. But to just throttle the Raiders like that in an AFC title game. Remember, this was the beginning of the K-Gun offense, which, by the way, was named after Keith McKellar, not Jim Kelly. But that's a whole different topic for a different day. But to go into that could not feel bigger. And they just rolled them and onto the Super Bowl, we went. Did you stay for that entire game? I did. Good. I did. You had to be there for Uh the celebration at the end. Right. I went to a lot of those playoff games. And a lot of them felt big, but that was that felt the biggest. I'm sure. Back over to you, sir. Your second pick, the fourth overall. I got a couple options. I don't know okay. what I'm going to go with he's here. He's debating. He's you can pondering. just pick any of them. Uh, we I'm haven't gonna, been to the same Should I start the climbers? I know, but I just don't know which ones I want to take. I'm going to take this one. I'm going to take okay. two and one here. I think I'm eligible to take both of these at the same time because they were consecutive. The NCAA tournament round of 32 in San Diego back in 2018 I went to, it was Auburn playing someone and big game. <laughs> don't even know and Marshall played West Virginia. Two bad games, but you got to see March Madness. It was pretty cool. I'll allow it. Over to Jordan. Let's test this out, Brent. Can you tell, like, these two have some catching up to do in this department? Nothing. I mean, it's just, you know. I got better ones coming. Just age. That's all. You got better ones coming? Okay. It did happen at MetLife Stadium. Okay. It wasn't a game. Okay. But it was the grandest stage of them all. Are you going to say WrestleMania? Brent, I went to WrestleMania 35 at MetLife. I will allow it. Let's go, dude. I will allow it. It was a good it. one, man. Uh, Shane it's McMahon and The Miz did like a Falls Count Anywhere match. They're hitting but each I'll other with trash that. cans. You went to WrestleMania? That's freaking unbelievable. Jared, who I saw down the hallway doing his, literally his wrestling podcast, right? Doesn't he go every year to WrestleMania? Yeah, he's he goes to He's all. hardcore, but if you had a chance to go to WrestleMania, I will definitely allow it. Guess where I got the tickets? Where? Our uh, our friends over on K-Rock, Josh and Cody. Uh, me and my friend entered a little competition and won and got the tickets. How about that? Small world, before I worked here. Winning prizes before you gave out the prizes in the world of radio. Thanks for letting me take that. So this is a big football game coming up. 
But I got to tell you, in 1992, when Syracuse played Miami, going in it felt big. Gino Toretta was trying to wrap up the Heisman Trophy. It was a Big East showdown. Yep, Big East football kids. It was a thing back in the early 90s. This was the height of the U. Miami coming off of all those teams in the 1980s, and they were still like the main enemy in football. It turned into an amazing game. I was literally right. My seats were parallel to Chris Gedney, three yards short of the end zone. It felt big. It turned into a big game. They lost, but I have never been more juiced going into a football game as a fan here than that one. Top 10 matchup, like that was as big as it got, and what a game. Uh, I recall... Like McNabb did later, in the, but I think Marvin Graves threw up on the field. I'm coming down like McNabb did back. It was there's there's a lot that'll come back to me from that one, but that was huge. All right, Josh is up once again. Third pick for you. I'll take a game that we have been talking about a lot the past couple of days. Syracuse Clemson back in 2019. There were about fifty thousand butts in seats, and one of those belonged to yours truly. 2019, 2019, sold out That did feel big going in. I think a little air came out of the balloon when they lost to Maryland the week before. Definitely. But still felt big. Number one team in the country, sold out. And uh, then uh, we were all uh, getting out of there by halftime. Yeah. Back over to Jordan. I don't know how you top WrestleMania, but. Oh, I'll top it. You're going to give it a shot. You know, everybody looks at the end of the season, you know, but. Opening night is spectacular mm-hmm. for any league. Mm-hmm. I've been to one NHL hockey game in my life. That was the Buffalo Sabres 2018 opening night game against the Boston Bruins. Okay. Now, the Sabres lost 4-0, but I got a free Sabres t-shirt. I had Bruins puck line, so I made money <laughs> to go see an opening night NHL game. That's, that's pretty cool. It was opening night. The Bruins were contenders then. The Sabres certainly were not. But there's a certain juice in the air for opening night. I'm struggling. It was fun, though. I'll allow it. It's, I'd hope so. It's a game. I'll allow it. It's not crazy, but you got to allow it. So back over to me. There's got to be a Syracuse basketball game on the list, right? I could pick any number of games through the 1980s, through the 1990s, up until the late 1990s when I transitioned into Mr. Media. Okay. Well, I'm Brent. I've been alive for many years. Look at me. That's I what I'm, I'm flexing. I'm flexing me. right now. There is a gray spot on my head for a reason. <laughs> okay. This turned into an epic game. It felt big going in, but the Syracuse Georgetown game I'm going to pick is 1989. Okay. This was Sherman Douglas's senior game. This was the game. I'll never forget this giant. It was actually, it was literally a sheet. Somebody wrote on a sheet and hung it from above, trying to think what section that is, but behind the basket. Where's the gold, John? Because John Thompson lost the 1988 Olympics, (laughs) right? Which led to the dream team, by the way. Right. And that's the game he got thrown out of. That just the juice and the buzz. uh, There was, look, there's the Billy Owens free throws, and there's other Syracuse-Georgetown games I can put on that list, but as I was 11 at the time, it just didn't feel bigger than that. And it turned out to be an epic, epic game, too. Nice. Yeah, that's the Georgetown game I picked. Okay. Sherman Douglas throws down a reverse jam to end the game. Sherman Douglas, 
The all-time assist leader in the history of the NCAA never saw the man dunk. Goes down at the end of the game, throws a reverse jam down. It's like, where in the world did that come from? Love it was that. great. It was great. All right. I now, with my last pick, will take the first baseball game off the board. Okay. And I will not be selecting a major league baseball game. I will be selecting a World Baseball Classic game. Interesting. From back in 2017, elimination game between the United States and the Dominican Republic. One of the coolest, not even sports experiences, just experiences of my life. Obviously, the U.S. fans were nuts. The Dominican fans were nuts at that game. Adam Jones made an incredible home run robbery off of his then-teammate Manny Machado at Petco Park before Manny ever came to the Padres to play at Petco. Unbelievable, unbelievable game. Great win for the U.S. They advanced on to win the World Baseball Classic that year. Excited for it to come back this year. Didn't anticipate the World Baseball Classic being part of this, but uh, there it is. Fantastic. Jordan looks nervous. For his next Why, were you there too? Did he take your pick? No, I'm still <laughs> trying to figure out how he got there. No, I'm trying to figure out what to pick. I've been to some recent SU games. I've been to some like regular season baseball mm-hmm. games. Like yep. I've been to Fenway, but it was just a random game against the Tigers where Jalen Beeks, remember that guy, blew the game. He was awful. Don't remember that guy. Good. He's trash. Let's not remember that guy. Been to an NBA game. I don't even remember who the Celtics played. Um. Okay. Process of elimination. This, this is good. These are not big games. This is just what I'm going to go with, okay? A big game, it doesn't always matter about the standing. Sometimes there's just a big game feel, especially when Allen Iverson is in attendance at that game. Last year, Syracuse, Duke. Duke absolutely blew out Syracuse, but Buddy Beheim was there. Benny Williams had a career day. The buzz was certainly in the dome mm-hmm. before the play actually started. But if I'm not going with that, I'm going with Syracuse See, with the game winner over Liberty. So I'm going with Syracuse. Duke. I wanted to pick the first Syracuse Duke game, but I, I covered it. It still felt big. There, the juice and the buzz, it turned out to be an epic game, too. That was the 91 89 game, went to overtime. I'll just never forget the feeling of that and what it meant, and knowing that I went up and sat in the very last seat you could sit in, knowing, like, someone's bought a ticket for this. Like, that felt, I got there, like, really early just to take in the atmosphere and everything, but I covered that game. It's a different feel than than if you're going as a fan, but that's the one I would have picked. If I can combine a Tebow and a Strasburg Mets game, I'll combine those into one and take it, but I think that's just bending the rules too much. I actually, I actually thought of that. Too, but again, I'm not flexing here. But I worked that game as the PA announcer. The first Strasburg game here was off the charts. But the one I'm going to pick is also an opening night. I don't remember the exact date, but it was November 1994 when your Syracuse Crunch were born and played their first game here, and I didn't know what to expect. I just remember my dad being excited about it. I was not a big hockey fan at the time. Hadn't been to the War Memorial that much. But, man, the show they put on that night, being in that arena, and like instantly falling in love with a sport that I hadn't really been into until that I was a sophomore in, in, in high school at the time. And that just became a big thing. My dad and I went to so many of those games throughout high school and you know to this day I just there's an appreciation of live hockey that I got from that game that night opening night September 30th 
Oh, it was September. No, that was that. I think that was a preseason game. Preseason game, September thirtieth, nineteen. Was it that the early? The Crunch played their first game in Syracuse on September thirtieth, ninety four, against the Albany River Rats, a seven seven tie. That was we're playing football on the ice. It was that early. I don't September know, 30th? but they have the full wow. game uploaded on the Crunch's YouTube. If you're feeling nostalgic, I love and that. I doubt Let's they do go. that with the preseason. We should watch that during the break. You'll see some of the preseason, uh, the pregame festivities, and it was, it was okay. I've got another video. I got to show September, you. September. That was September. Wow. Huh. Okay. But I was there, and. Didn't know what to expect. It felt big. People were really excited that they had a hockey team back in town, and I didn't know what I was getting myself into there. What are you two doing over here? I'm just trying to watch the crunch. Uh, I'm just trying to help you out, Brent. I'm just trying to watch the crunch on my phone. I figure. Do you want to watch the crunch with me? That's the draft. We will come back. You're on the block. ESPN Radio, QSportsTalk.com.